Welcome back to Your Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She is your real estate voice, and this is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or sell real estate. It does it with Barb Schlinker, host of the program and the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Barb, I've heard you tell stories about people gaining access to other people's homes. Now, in this environment where we have over 8 million illegal immigrants who have entered this country and we don't know exactly who they even are. Now more than ever, people with empty homes should be concerned about squatters. How do you keep squatters from occupying your home during this selling process? Yeah, Richard, that's true. And I think very much so the listed homes for sale because they know the utilities are on, it's snuggy warm in there. And, and once they get into it and they occupy it, it's very difficult to get them out. And I, we're becoming California in my view. I mean, some of the laws I have seen applied here are really a problem. Um, so I'm going to tell you a couple of stories about squatters. So I understand that there are some people that need to sell their home vacant, but it's a little bit safer to do it if it's occupied, even if it's occupied by a friend or somebody that needs a place to stay temporarily. We, there was a company called Caretakers that did that, although I haven't seen it in a while, where they would have somebody living in the home while it was listed for sale, you know, just in order to keep an eye on it, essentially. And um, there was a, a video that came out yesterday, a story about this very expensive home in California. It's on the market for over $4 million, beautiful home. Apparently these squatters targeted it and broke in, changed the locks, created this fake lease and started having rave parties all the time, like two in the morning, really loud. Uh, if, you, if you Google it, you'll see it's a Beverly Hills area, very expensive home around somewhere where the movie stars live and they can't get them out. So in this case, the owner is incarcerated because he did something wrong. And I guess the state is kind of managing this property and they're trying to sell it to cover the expenses of whatever his uh, legal challenges were. And so they're, they're covered, the state's paying utilities, the state's paying taxes. And so this one agent has it listed for sale for over $4 million. And he went and knocked on the door and says, hey guys, what are you doing here? I have this thing on the market. And they came up, they produced this fake lease. So somebody broke in the house and rented it to someone for 30,000 a month. Imagine making $360,000 a year tax-free, doing nothing by breaking in somebody's home. And the problem is um, the court won't evict the occupants of the home. It's disturbing the neighbors quite a bit. And it's um, it's really a problem. They won't cut off utilities because tenants have rights. They've been in there since October. So it's three months this has been going on. And um, so what, what do home sellers do in that case? And unfortunately, it's the same here in Colorado. I had it happen to me on a home that was listed for sale a year and a half ago. Uh, the former owner had passed away. The family was from Arkansas. They came out, had me put it on the market. And I get this call one day. Oh, my God. An agent was trying to show. She had a scheduled showing. And she goes to open the door. And these guys answer the door. She goes, oh, I thought it was vacant. And they said, oh, no, the owner let us stay here. 
And so my assistant called, well, the agent called the office. My assistant called me right away. I'm like, oh no, <laughs> I know that's not true. So I went right down there, much to the objection of my husband. He's like, don't go down there. That's too dangerous. Um, but I was, I was upset, you know, and I, I thought I'd just wait and see if the police officers came. They never did. Um, these seven occupants that were in this home scattered like rats initially. And then one came back and he was like, oh, ma'am, the most valuable thing in my world is inside the house. Oh, oh will gosh. you put it outside for me? It was a leather coat. I said, yeah, but you better not come back because the cops are coming. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. God bless you and all that. Okay, fine. So sure enough, a week later, they moved back in again. Yep. And I, at that point, I, I gave up. Now, what I saw after the first occupancy, when we went in the home, they had um, they actually broke broke a garage door to get in. But um, there were needles and chemicals laying around. But they were snuggy, comfy, using the bathrooms and the showers. And it was so frustrating. But I'm like, OK, I'm not the police. Apparently, the police don't have time to deal with this issue. And the the person, the estate um, personal representative is out of the state. So we've got a problem. And the fact that I could see the needles, it could have been methamphetamine, which contaminates the house. And then the worst thing happened. I get a call from Colorado Springs Utilities going, hey, your sign's up at the house and the water usage there is off the scale. Now, visualize this. It's a rectangle manufactured home in a neighborhood around here. So the square footage is about 1800 square feet. The way those are built are with a crawl space below them, an empty space of about six feet deep. And they had cut the copper pipes and the whole crawl space filled with water so much so that it was coming out the side. And Colorado Springs Utilities call me and I'm like, okay, so I got on the phone with him and I said, okay, so he goes, I went down and turned it off, but those guys are still there. I said, why didn't you lock it? Well, we're not allowed. And then I tried to call the utility company to ask them to shut off the utilities. And because I wasn't on the account, I couldn't do it. It had to be the executor who put it in their name. It, and, and so here, here was the problem. Now we've trashed the plumbing. Now we're suspecting meth. At this point, there's no equity in the home. I, I just told the family, I said, we need to let this go. It's not going to it's not going to work. But I highly recommend you cut off utilities and those guys will leave. So th these stories happen all the time. Richard, have, have you ever heard them? I have. Uh, and I've heard the frustration because you can call the police, you can talk to the D.A., but it is it's so hard to get somebody out of your home and yet they're liable to be damaging it bringing the value down or you have to goof around legally with all this that's why i tell people you cannot have somebody who is just learning to do this you're better off to have barb schlinker because she's got experience dealing with this previously yeah and so so what are the rules so basically it seems to me occupation is nine tenths of the law so if these people move in and all of a sudden they have rights, whether they have the right to be there or not, it, it, a homeowner can't just go and kick them out. You can It's actually illegal for the owner of the property to make them leave without a court order. So you have to post a three-day notice, then you have to get a court date. Then you have to get a judgment for eviction. Then you have to get the sheriff there to throw everything out. That's That whole process could take months 
And that's assuming the judge allows you to repossess the property. I've heard stories before of the judge saying, no, they could stay for a while until they find a place. I mean, it's so frustrating. And I've heard this from multiple owners, especially of rental properties and things like that. So um, you can't self-evict, unfortunately. And there was a new bill that came out where they tried to streamline the process, especially for to protect homeowners that were deployed for the military. And so, you know, now that the market has changed and we have fewer bidding wars, um, if you end up having to have a vacant home, there's a lot of risk, especially now. So my name is Barb Schlenker. I'm the broker owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. I'm also the host of this show, Your Real Estate Voice. And we're talking about how to prevent squatters from moving into your home. And in the next segment, we're going to talk about things that you can do to prevent adverse possession. If you are thinking of making a move, we'd love to talk to you. We give a free in-home consultation on what to do and what not to do to get your house ready for sale. We'll show you some of the 27,815 buyers in waiting that we have that could be a good match for your home. And then we'll also go over all the, all the costs and give you a good idea on how much money you'll put in your pocket when it sells. If you'd like to get that free in-home consultation, call us at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? Barb, we're talking about squatters moving into homes and what home sellers can do about it. What are some other things that a home seller can do to protect their property? Well, Richard, if you have to have a vacant home, actually security systems have gotten very reasonable. Uh, we just put a blank system in our son's home that we partnered with out in California. And it's not a huge home. It's kind of a, a rectangle, 1600 square feet. But we put up four cameras, basically the front, the two sides. We didn't do the back, but anyway, it, it it's an, it's enough to, to have a recording and to notify him on the app if anybody is coming around the perimeter of the home. And I think all by themselves, cameras actually can be preventative because these people don't want to get caught on camera. The other thing that's important is to just maintain your Wi-Fi there, you know, keep a, a, a low-cost Wi-Fi thing because a lot of these systems are wireless and they need Wi-Fi to work. So I would do that. I actually had a colleague who became an agent, but she she started off uh, flipping rehabbing homes really good. She was she is amazing at how she could take a floor plan and transform it. I, I was always impressed with that. I got to list her homes until she became an agent, and then she didn't need me anymore. But um, one of the things that she did for her listings, because many times she was rehabbing and putting brand new appliances in, and she had problems with her new appliances getting stolen, is she put up a Simply Safe system on every one of her houses. And she knew the moment a door was penetrated. Uh, one of the systems I like is Blink. Now, the reason why I say that one, and that's what we got for our son. And um, my husband and I were the ones that put them up. And just to put it in perspective, neither one of us are really all that handy. <laughs> and it was easy for us. So if it's easy for us, then anybody can do it because that's not really our skill set. Um, the other thing, too, is uh, make sure you talk to your neighbors and just let them know there's a lot of great neighbors out there that pay attention to what's going on. And um, sometimes they will keep an eye on your home for you. Uh, and be careful about who you give access to. This story happened to me last year where one of my clients, uh, basically, we 
we closed on the home early and the, the seller had post-closing occupancy for about a month after closing, but the first two weeks they were in the home, they moved away. And then they gave the keys to this estate sale company that was owned by one of the local big box real estate brokerages. And what we found when, because we, we had promised our clients that we were going to come clean the home before the buyer got occupancy, just so that there weren't too many frustrations, you know, between buyer and seller at the finish line. And sure enough, um, what we found was that the estate sale workers had moved into the home without permission. They weren't even supposed to be there. They were supposed to be there just for the estate sale over that one weekend. But these people were living there. We found, you know, the refrigerators had been cleaned out. We found wings and pizza boxes from that were days or weeks old. This was a home worth over a million dollars. So you got to be very careful about who you're giving your keys out to because, I was pretty upset when I got there only to find out these people had basically been given the keys, but the seller did not know that they were going to move in. Um, but you want to, if, if it does happen, you know, you have to go through the legal process, unfortunately, to get them out. You just can't go shut off utilities. It's against the law. So you want to make sure you talk to an attorney if it does happen. I think, but the, I think the best medicine though is prevention. So put up cameras, make sure your neighbors are watching, maybe even talk to uh, one of those programs that actually will put somebody in your home. That's what they call a caretaker while you have it for sale because the days on market have gotten longer. So if you are thinking of making a move, it's very important that you get somebody that knows how to protect your asset, get the four P's right, protecting your home, preparing your home, pricing your home, promoting your home, and of course, picking the right agent. That way your home doesn't sit on the market very long and become vulnerable to squatters. So give us a call anytime at 719-301-3900 or go to barbhasthebuyers.com. Richard? Now, this is one of the many reasons I recommend you, Barb, a trusted Navy veteran. When you're thinking about buying or selling a home, she is the go-to. I'm Richard Randall. You're listening to Your Real Estate Voice, Barb Schlinker, the host of the program, and Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. You can reach Barb at 719-301-3900 or visit barbhasthebuyers.com. We'll take a short break. When we come back, we'll be talking about what buyers want in a home, plus the top must-haves for 2024. Stay tuned for that. 